broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studio. This is The Hango Show. I was just like, can it get more tragic than someone raping and murdering a 77-year-old woman? Yeah, turns out it can. Especially in a town that size. Well, and then the night after, a young girl was attacked in the same community. Like, not even... So it's a serial rapist that right, ran around. Right, right. And then there's a lot of drama on social media, of course. No, surely not. not I mean, never. But, yeah, people are freaking out because... You know, the authorities haven't released much information on it because I guess they're trying to track people down and folks are wanting to know more. And, you know, I don't know. It's like a big misunderstanding. Well, and and they released a big statement this morning. You can pull it up. Sit however you want to be comfortable. Well, I realized I couldn't see Melissa. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Yeah. they released a, a long statement this morning saying, hey, we know we haven't said a lot, but that's because this is an ongoing investigation. Right. We, we, we can't compromise the case. Um, and, of, of course, you know, someone asked, well, is this attack related to what happened? Um, and they were like, you know, I mean, we can't say it is. We can't say it isn't. But, I mean, at the same time, that's a silly question. Shit like that never happens in Yeah. And and it was on the north side of town. Okay? Like, I'm not being racist here. But you know that on the north side of town, they patrol a lot. Yeah. Because they're going to keep the white community safe. Yeah. And, and keep them blacks on the west side. Like, I mean, yeah, it's somebody that's brazen as hell. Because it was, I mean, the sun was still out. It was like 8 o'clock at night when oh, this fuck. happened. Yeah. That was my original thought. I'm like, God, she's bringing home groceries that late? What was, you know, was an elderly lady doing out that late? But, yeah, 8 o'clock, shit. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's, it's still daylight out. It's broad daylight outside at right. 8 o'clock during the summer here. Yeah. But, no, um, uh, you know, I mean, this is all just hearsay. You know, what I'm telling you uh, about this attack on the younger girl, um, she apparently, from what, this is what David Murphy told me, that she... Is that Murph? Yeah. <laughs> that she was attacked and uh, and chloroformed. Oh, that's old school shit. Right. Um, and, yeah, I, I still don't know if she was, like, sexually assaulted or... I mean, I know she was assaulted, obviously. Yeah. Like, somebody chloroformed her. And she woke up in a different yard than what she was even in, like... Uh, but mm-hmm. but the reason that attack didn't didn't come to completion is because somebody saw somebody saw what was going on, and I'm hoping that yeah they at least saw, you know, halfway what the person looked like. Yeah, well, you know that's the I saw a lot of problems that started now. Especially, well, number one, anytime something happens in a small town, since the dawn of time. <laughs> Uh, the rumor mills get get to rolling. It just gets made worse by social media. Yeah, well, and the the younger lady posted today. Like I saw a bunch of people share it, and she was basically telling what she remembered, which was absolutely nothing. She yeah. said she reached for a car handle, and the next thing she knows, she's waking up. 
and, you know, has this pounding headache and her one side's burning from where she had been, you know, dragged across Good the street. God. And she, you know, ran to her friend's house across the street from where she was at and they called the cops. But she had posted a picture from it, I guess, right after it happened. You could see, like, looked like she had been knocked in the head or something. Damn. Well, no, it, yeah. It was bad. The, the rumor mill does nothing but fire up vigilante justice. Mm-hmm. Because this person said it was that Jones boy. And we know how those Jones boys are. They probably did it. Let's go fuck them up. Damn, I already got a shorter breath over here. We just got started. <laughs> no, I choked myself on my coffee. <laughs> and I couldn't stop coughing. It's okay. Are you okay now? Yeah. Good. Okay, good deal. You're still breathing? I'm fine. Don't start that. Don't get me all worked up. Yeah, I'm up. good. I'm good. good deal. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hango Show. This is your host, Hango Wood. And tonight, I've got Mesa and Tarika in here meeting for the first time in public. See, it's what I've always said. The Hango Show brings people together. It does. And I'm so glad to be here. And I'm glad to be here with you. Not as much as I'm glad to have y'all here. And to be here with Mesa. Who wouldn't be? For the first time. This is unprecedented, folks. You love to see it. You love to see it. I think this is guest number one and guest number three on my show meeting up for the first time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about it. And the best part was that after we did our episode, me and me and Tariqa, uh Massa texted me and she's like, that poor girl, is she okay now? Because she was like halfway through it. We were talking about like you were in the sh- in the store and like you started getting the palsy feel in your face. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, she's yeah. fine. She's really funny. And I was like, you ought to meet sometime. She's fantastic. <laughs> she's good people. I only have good people on my show. Well, thanks for the <laughs> endorsement. No problem. That's what I'm here. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah, it was, it was just like I, I felt all of this empathy and, you know, my heart was going out to her. But then at the same time, I'm like, this bitch is funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, she is. I won't be her friend. <laughs> I surround my, my, myself with funny people. You know, who wants to be surrounded by a bunch of assholes? Apparently, y'all. Lots of people. Y'all are friends with me, so. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I, yeah. I'm a one asshole. We all know that. No, I want to be around people who make life fucking fun. Right. Not a stick in the mud. What if I got a hold of? Oh, cheer. That could be a problem. <laughs> I think it's going to move very far. Just technical difficulties, folks. Nah, it's just a We're wire. working through it. You do. Anyway, how y'all been doing? Um, I mean, for the past 16 months, I've been living on existential dread. So, how you guys been? Hey, but you're here now. We got you out of your undisclosed location in that bunker. I know. I'm gl- I'm glad to be here. The thing is, you were the same. I'm sorry way- to have left the children. They will miss me. <laughs> but you were the same way during Y2K. Right, Tariqa, it didn't happen. Come back. I don't believe you. I, she didn't come out after 9/11 happened. Never forget. Never forget. Never. No, I I can tell you a true story about what I was doing uh, the night of New Year's Eve, 1999. How much meth was involved? Oh, none. Absolutely That's none. I wish there were so many drugs, so much alcohol, so so many of all the things. However, it was filled with Jerry Lewis's Geisha Girl because my parents wouldn't <laughs> let me go anywhere that fucking night because they were afraid the world was going to goddamn explode. So, yeah, me and my boyfriend at the time sat and watched Jerry Lewis movies with my parents, and he finally left and said, this is lame. I'm going to our friend's house where there's a party. 
Oh. Oddly I'm enough, sorry. I was with my boyfriend at the time, too. But we trekked up the hill to my aunt's house and turned their power off outside when it struck midnight. <laughs> oh, you little troll. I love it. It was funny. They what happened? Like, Everybody in the house was like, I told you that Y2K bug's coming. <laughs> I was... I was at somebody's house. I don't remember who it was, though. God, what was I even doing? Oh, yeah, I know. I was home from college. This is when I was going to college in Missouri. And I came home. And, like, somebody from high school was like, hey, we're going to so-and-so's house. Do you want to go? I'm like, yeah. And we just there stared at each other. It was really, really lame. Oh. I was like, well, this is the last place I want to be if the world ends. I'd rather be at home in the bed. <laughs> Um, no, Tink just texted me. She, she, she gave me her debit card to pick up some stuff for yesterday. She's going to get something to eat. And she texted me, she said, you have my debit card? Sorry. <laughs> Learned to get that shit back from me. <laughs> so now that we've went over what happened on Y2K, this is a conversation I had last night when I had those, had the girls from, from, uh, Peyton's, Peyton and, and Reba and, and Caitlin were here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about moments, like generation-defining moments. You yeah. Know? And I said, Mom, my mom's generation had the Kennedy assassination. Like, she was five when it happened. Right. And she she remembers Grandma being upset about it. She didn't witness it or anything. And I said, you know, I never thought my generation would have that, but we had you know, 9-11. We all remember where we were at during 9-11. And I said, where were we all at? They're like, we were four. I'm like, fuck (laughs) y'all. I said, that's not funny. (laughs) I was in one of my college classes. It was my first year of college. And I remember everybody just stopping. And, you know, our instructor wheeled in the the TV on the cart. You remember those? (laughs) And, you know, we turned it on and was trying to figure out what was happening. And it was just. Pandemonium. Yeah. Because I remember they finally just canceled classes for the day and sent everybody home. And by the time I got to my grandparents' house, which is probably about 15 minutes from here, our family store is, you know, as you turn in to go to their house. And traffic was backed up into the road with people trying to get gas. (laughs) Because nobody, you know how it is around here. You got to get your bread, milk, and gas. Mm -hmm. Yep. Anytime, yep, something big happens. If it snows or if terrorists attack, right? Yep. <laughs> winter or nuclear winter, right? Whichever right. It may be. <laughs> you know, but it's the news this morning, you know, that the Taliban was rolling back in mm-hmm. to oh Cabal. Gosh. You know, I was like, wow, just twenty-five years. I, you know, I don't know how to feel about any of this because no, I don't think that we should be the fucking world police. There's no way we can be. It's not. It's not sustainable for it's us to feasible. do that. It's not feasible. There's no reason for us to do it to right. begin with. Right. But now that we have... Stirred the shit pot. We're just going to leave? And like, and the shit pot is like overflowing. And all we're doing is just like running away from the shit overflow as fast as we can. I, we, we filled the bucket up with paper towels. Yeah. Like, what... It's, it's, it's like Vietnam all over. Only we were in Afghanistan and Iraq a lot longer than we were in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody posted a picture on Reddit of the Chino- the, you know, the 
twin mm-hmm. propeller helicopter landing on the roof in Saigon in 75, getting the last people out. Picture this morning was a Chinook laying on top of the U.S. Embassy in Cabal, getting the last people out before it fell. Um, I, I'm just, I was like, this is... Ron Paul warned about this shit years ago. <laughs> I won't stand by that. The man said it's going to be perpetual war, perpetual war, perpetual war. And, you know, we got laughed at by the anti, by the, by the Republican side, the pro-war side. Laugh down. It's never going to end. The, the, the U.S. is going to keep sticking its finger where it don't fucking belong. You know, it's just sending more, more guys to foreign countries for no reason whatsoever yeah. for world policing. And it's, it, it drives me up the wall. Well, you know, and they do hate our democracy, not our interference. <laughs> hate our freedom. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, know, uh, I was talking to mom earlier, you know, and she's like, how much money do you think was spent over there? And I said, well, I know at one time the U S was spending 3 billion a year in Iraq alone, just on air conditioning. Mm hmm. I said, you know, and I'm not some socialist pop dream guy, but I said, three billion for air conditioning, or we could have spent three billion to build mental health facilities for people in this country who fucking need it, mm-hmm. you know, or to send underprivileged kids to school. There's, if you're going to spend, if the government's going to spend money, I'd rather them spend it on the betterment of our people. And their health and their well-being, right? Than on bullets and fucking bombs on somebody who will never make that amount of money ever in their generation's history ever. But can you guarantee that none of that money will go to brown? Unless you can. <laughs> That's not my name. Estrock <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <struck> number one. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just it messing happens. with you. Hey, I edited it out. It's not a big deal. I just like doing it because of your face. No, I'm in trouble. No, I, 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 I can't guarantee. It. I can't I guarantee that it won't go to brown neighborhoods. But I'm willing to take that risk. <laughs> I'm willing to roll those dice. If some money gets out into the brown neighborhoods, I'll deal with it. It'll be okay. As long as Waddy's okay. <laughs> Y'all aren't laughing enough. It's supposed to be a joke. Jesus. People are like, I'm we're serious. Y'all sit here stone face looking no, at me. No, we are all very we're uncomfortable not right face. now. We're, we're, we're just like. Y'all regret it, but you're making no noise. So people at home are like, what the hell? <laughs> Stop. I'm sorry. Doing that tinker laugh. I don't <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> Do y'all want to see me make Mesa really mad? Oh God! Right Here off we go. the bat, he he knows how to piss me off. I think it's what's his happening? life goal. Well, I tell you what. Before before we do that, let's get talking. You want to talk about what's recently happened to you? Oh God! Because see, was, <laughs> these things have happened on my show oh, since okay. the beginning. I speak something on the show, and it comes to fruition. Yeah, we talked about GameStop going to spike. It spiked. Can Here, you talk about me potentially winning the lottery? I believe that Tarika will win the lottery without ever buying a ticket. He's going to be the next governor of our state. Oh, shit. <laughs> you don't want to be our first female governor? Uh, no, I'll tithe. So I can have... All they would say is... Yeah, I mean, she's real mouthy. She don't seem like a Christian. I mean, I guess her titties are all right, but... <laughs> You know, I just don't know why she's up there talking about politics. I bet she's one of them half-assed lesbians, I guarantee yeah, you. She, she'll like boys, but I guess she'll go the other way, too. I guarantee it. Look <laughs> I, at her. I Look at that haircut. Her, better husband wears an apron. <laughs> I bet she does. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about your, your struggles? Because on the episode mm-hmm. I had, on, last time you were on here with Tinker, mm-hmm. like I, 
passingly called you Wuhan Mesa yep. as a joke. And then what happened? I got the Rona. You got the Rona. Poor child. And it was, um, it was right before it, we got the news about so many breakthrough cases. So I, it didn't even hit me that that's what it might be. Like right. I thought it felt, my first symptoms felt like the last time I'd had the flu. Like I was fine on a Saturday. I just felt kind of funny. And I was like, eh, you know, maybe it's just one of those days. And I wrote it off to that. Then Sunday still felt kind of weird. But then my legs just started hurting really bad. And I, you know, was telling my significant other, I'm like, man, my legs really hurt, you know, and I just stretched out on the couch. And then within an hour, I told him, you need to get away from me because I think something is really wrong. Like I have the flu or whatever, just, you know, I'm going to go hole up in the bedroom and I'll go to the doctor in the morning because I thought I had the flu. But then I woke up in the morning and my chest felt so heavy and it felt like I'd like breathed in a bunch of smoke, you know, like if you've been yeah. around a campfire or whatever in your lungs, or a bar. <laughs> right. You're a you non-smoker. Know? Right. Yeah. So I've, I've, I felt all that. I had a high fever, headache, body aches. I just felt like absolute shit. So I went to the doctor and, um, they tested me for everything, you know, flu, strep, COVID. And I said, well, I've had both back. I said, I've had um, both both my vaccines, um, been fully vaccinated since March. And they're like, well, you know, unfortunately we're seeing some breakthrough cases and I'm like, lovely. <laughs> so <laughs> wonderful news. Yeah. And so everything came back negative, but she said, how long have you been sick? I said, well, I just started getting sick, sick last night. She said, well, it's possible that you're just here early, you know? Um, but she said, based on your symptoms, um, I really have a sneaking suspicion it's COVID, especially with the way you described the way that your chest is burning and the way that it feels. And she said, so I want you to go ahead and quarantine anyway. And they started me on all the medicines that they, you know, say work like, you know, the vitamin C. And of course I already take high doses of vitamin D anyway, right. but you know, they said C, zinc, Pepsi, Zyrtec. Go ahead and start taking all that because it's not going to hurt you either way. Kind of boost up your immune system. Drink a whole lot of water. Try to get up and move and come back Thursday and we'll re- retest you. Because they said they can only do it every three days, I think. What were they, they were looking for the antibodies, I'm guessing, or what? It was just the nasal swab. But I guess the way that they pay for the tests or whatever they say you have to wait three days between okay uh testing so anyway i go home you know give everybody the news luckily the kids have been gone anyway and i knew who i'd gotten it from if it was because um coincidentally as soon as i got home from the doctor this person calls me and was like hey like (laughs) You've been feeling like dog shit. I'm I'm positive, and you know my fiance is positive, Ugh. and I'm like, so then I just knew I'm like, well, this just has to be what's going on. So I call my kid's dad, and I'm like, they're just gonna have to stay there, you know. Yeah, we got to ride it out. And um, anyway, I just continued to feel worse 
like, I'm like, you can't get much worse than this. And then a few hours later, I'd be like, well, nope, here we go. <laughs> I was wrong. And um, you know, my significant other had been in the other end of the house. Like, he slept in the boys' room, used their bathroom, and I just stayed in our bedroom because it had the bathroom and everything there. And he was even, he was wearing his mask, like, he was sleeping in his mask. Like, just, I'm surprised he didn't have, like, a, a respirator yeah, on. Like, you know? <laughs> it was so bad. I felt horrible. But, um, you know, if I had to go to the kitchen for something, I'd put my mask on, and I was wiped leaving a trail of Lysol behind me if I did. Just crop dust in the entire house. But, I mean, we thought maybe he had escaped it. But then logic told me, you know, if I was exposed Friday, we it was our kid-free weekend, so we were together all Friday evening, then all day Saturday and all day Sunday. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. there's no way he didn't get it. Yeah. So he starts coughing. Mm. Oh, it's my blood pressure medicine. Sure. And then he starts, you know, sneezing and hacking and all this other stuff and he's like oh it's my allergies i said he said wanting yeah. to believe uh, yeah <laughs> in strict denial <laughs> in the famous words of my 13 year old son bruh <laughs> <laughs> you got the rona so i did my little you know walmart grocery pickup because we needed some things and i put one of those home tests on there and had him go you know pick everything up in the um little parking lot drop-off thing. Anyway, he gets back, takes the test, and I take one of the home tests. And it was the day before I was supposed to go back anyway, but curiosity, you know. He's still negative, but I'm positive. Ah. He hadn't went through the the cycle yet then. Mm -mm. So, anyway, go back to the doctor the next day. But by that time, I could not, like, I was really legit getting scared i'm like so I, I, something bad's fixing to happen because i can't breathe and um you know hurt just to walk could barely talk i was shaking like i had the shakes and they you know tested me and then you know she comes back and she's like well you're finally positive and i'm thinking no shit you know <laughs> wait <laughs> thanks for the update she didn't come back and say nope sorry it was just, it was just a hoax we were just having you on the whole time Preacher. no but what killed me though is when they were reviewing my medicine and this is what's scary y'all when they were reviewing reviewing all the medicine that i take she saw that i take Plaquenil for my, my lupus, which the generic is the hydroxychloroquine. Right. She goes, oh, you're taking hydroxychloroquine. Well, that should have helped. And I about wanted to fall out of my chair. I was like, please get me out of here. Who said Her doctor. Well, it was a nurse was practitioner. And I'm not saying that there are any less, because there are some kooky doctors out there, too. But but I think we can say that she is less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, there's the science is just... It absolutely has shown, without a doubt, right now that that has had no, 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 no. no freedom. Trumps science, right? I Please. But this is why I said, if a clown invited me into the woods, I'd go <laughs> right now. Just so you know, whenever I saw that post, I I cackled like I I, I was sitting there, I was scrolling, and I was like, <laughs> like because, that. I mean, we're at that point. What could right go worse? What could go bad? You know, we're already there anyway. I mean, like, but, seriously, I was thinking about it. Like, it's seriously been 16 months of this shit. Like, yeah, me too. Let's go, it, Messa. Yeah. You know, like. Freedom. You know. Yeah. Grab America. an axe. That's America. what happens. 
but yeah, she was, you know, listening to me and, you know, she, they ended up giving me, you know, an albuterol inhaler and put me on a Z pack and whatever. And she's like, you know, I wish I had a magic wand, but you know, I don't. So if you get to feel so I'm like any pray worse, for you instead, yeah. like, I mean, what she said, just, she said, if it gets worse, just go to the hospital and good luck to you. Do you think I, I don't so know that when I left there? Like, like that's that's what you know without going to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. If I feel worse, go to the. I don't like most people in the medical profession. I well, will be honest. And when they said that to me, it reminded me of your story about the doctor congratulations. Because it, 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 it was that's legit. our mascot like, for the show. <laughs> if you feel bad, if you, it, you know, I wish I could make you feel better, and I wish I had a magic wand, but you know, if it gets worse, go to the hospital, and good luck to you. And I was just like, "Thank you, doctor." No shit. Mm, okay, but anywho, um, that's been like a month now, I guess. Yeah, because we were trying to like, we were trying to schedule a time for all three of us to get together, yeah. and we had it scheduled. Yeah. Like, First, like the first weekend I was off this month, we're like, yep, we're going to do it then. And then I get a message and it's, y'all, <laughs> I got COVID. I'm like, well, fuck. And then like three days later, we were planning to do it again. And I said, guys, I got shingles. Yeah, just- <laughs> and Trigger's come back. If y'all don't want to hang out, just tell me. Just, like, just say it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't keep having to make up illnesses. Oh, man. But, But, no, I, like, it, I mean, I hate that you had to go through all of that, but I I am glad to hear that you came out of it okay, and it was really eye-opening to me just then to hear, like, your progression of symptoms, like, it. And it was so fast, the way that everything came on, and my sister she said, you know, we basically had COVID, we filled up the COVID bingo card because right. if it was a COVID symptom, we had it. You know, upset stomach, nausea, coughing, loss of taste, loss of oh, smell. Oh, you had the upset stomach part. Oh, a lot yeah. of people didn't get that. No, if it, if it was a symptom, we had it. And what was weird was hers, it, they came on in the exact same order. We figured out after the first two or three, she would message me and she would say, yo, homie. You finna lose your taste, and in a few hours, I would lose my taste because. Well, have it, you got that back yet? Mostly, but some things still taste real. Like I couldn't taste anything at all for a couple of weeks. Now I can taste, but things taste weird. Like blander or just off? Well, like I was saying earlier, I love, love, love coffee. Coffee tastes like dirt. <laughs> Oh, but no. I'm a creature of habit, so I'm still drinking it. Right. I'm I've got to have, have my go juice. But and then like wine is tasting better to me. And that was another one of my favorite things. But I had to kind of switch it up a little bit because my favorite tastes like Robitussin. <sighs> and I was like, this is man, I'm I'm going to be so pissed if I can't drink coffee and wine. But then I know that sounds bad because, I mean, at least I'm alive. Yeah. I don't mean it to be sounding like. But what's life without coffee and wine? <sighs> Maybe if you drank right. some Jaeger, it would taste like your wine. There you go. <laughs> For those switcheroo. Odd, oddly enough, when I tried my Jaeger, it was still about the same. <laughs> so I'm like, at least I have that to fall back on. Oh, Jaeger. I'll always love you. <laughs> 
so yeah, I, I'm super glad that, that you're better because this last week at work, I'm seeing it. Every damn hospital at night, mm-hmm. it's shoulder to shoulder in the ER. Even like small county hospitals I go to, one's out in the middle of fucking nowhere, the line's waiting. And I wasn't very vocal about it. Like the people closest to me know, but I didn't get on social media. That's why I said, do you want to talk about it? Well, and I don't mind talking about it here. I didn't there because I knew Because no one listens to this. I wasn't in the right place to say anything because when I read comments, which I've told you I struggle with, I won't do it. And then I'll just get sucked in and I'll just get so pissed off. But people, it's, they're just. They're the hungriest of trolls, and sometimes you can't help but feed them. And the, well, and the first thing, you know, people started asking me when they would find out, they were like, well, you got the vaccine, didn't you? Yeah, I did, you know, and you still got it. Yes, I did, but, you know. You lived through you it. I'm alive. Have, <laughs> well, you also have an autoimmune disease, correct? Yeah. Like, I do, too, and that, like, we both. I mean, I'm sure you did this too, but like, I literally couldn't leave my house for a damn year. Right. And once I could get these vaccines, and I was like, man, I'm going to get to live my old life again. I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I got the vaccine so that if I do get COVID, now I don't have to worry about dying from yeah. it. Like, Hopefully that won't be the case. Right. That was my whole point. Yeah. And it's so, it's so rare. It does happen, unfortunately, but it's so, so, so rare. And I, you know, the way I've explained it to the people that have brought that up to me, you know, you get a vaccine, you develop a certain immunity. It may not be full immunity, but at least your body kind of knows how to fight it. Right. If I got that sick after a vaccine i don't even want to know what would have happened if i didn't have it right because i got sick like my significant other he didn't feel great but he was okay yeah like i he was legit worried about me like he sat up one night and just watched me sleep because he was afraid to go to bed and, and well, the difference is, did he ever get a vaccine or no yeah we got it together i didn't know if y'all i don't know if he mm-hmm. did or not um because yep. he's a relatively healthy guy well, um, except he, for the high blood pressure, apparently. Well, he's got high blood pressure. It's not horrible, yeah. but it, he has to take medicine for it, and he has lymphoma. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, he, he's, he works in a, in a manual right. way. He's always doing some some pretty heavy yeah. work. Sometimes. And it, and that the other is under control. Like he sees an oncologist every three months, and he's luckily not had to have any type of chemo or radiation well, after awesome. they removed the lymph node that it was affecting. Um, I had no clue just, about that. Is it Hodgkin's yeah. or non-Hodgkin's? It's follicular. So it's, oh, okay. it's non-Hodgkin's. Um, but, you know, and they did a PET scan and he's got a couple of little spots, but they said that they're so tiny that they'll probably never develop, turn into anything, but they're just going to keep a watch on it. Right. So, sure. you know, he goes and gets his blood work done. Um, yeah, that's that's the whole reason I waited until later to get the vaccine. I mean, I didn't, people like y'all that have got autoimmune disorders, people who are cancer patients, I wanted those people to get the vaccine first if they, if they needed it. I, you know, I'm a relatively healthy guy, besides the few extra pounds I'm carrying around, you know. And so I was like, if I get sick, 
I'll deal with it. It's what it is. But I was really waiting for that Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine down. Yep. <laughs> I was like, it's been three months. I'm going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know people You were looking for it and I heard them, you know, talking about it in the back at the doctor's office and they're, you know, they're like, yeah, we have it. And I'm like, you know, take Stango, let him know. You better get your butt down here right now. They got some. I, I was so glad. I mean, I was glad I went ahead and got it, you mm-hmm. know, because I was, I was looking at where I work at. They wanted us to go through the state health department to get it. And so I got on the state health department um, website to find it like the last night I worked that week. And I was going to have to drive about a hundred miles each way to get it. It's all either, uh, mostly like in the southern part of the Delta, mm-hmm. or there was a couple counties just south of us that kind of had it, but they still weren't super close, you know. And of course, like down on like the coastal counties, all had it, had it available. They had that. You you were a lifesaver on that. I was like, I guess I'm not going to be getting it for a while then. Well, I just remember how desperate we felt trying to find a place that had it. You know, when they started opening it up to. You know, immunocompromised people. Mm-hmm. We got online, and um, it was in February. And the closest place we could find was an hour from here. I and had to go to Philadelphia, you know, yeah. which is like you know a couple hours away. Yeah. So we, well, you know, booked it, loaded, left work early, loaded up, went, and they kept saying, you know, you had to get your second dose in the same place, yeah. but. You, you really didn't have to, like, if you knew that another place was, you know, had the same ones, which we had Pfizer. And I don't the know whether you go to the same place. If you if you got, like, a card showing that you got your right. first dose, yeah. why couldn't you go to any other? Well, uh, you know, the, the website that I used to get my appointment, they just automatically sent me another appointment oh, okay. the day yeah. that I got my first. Got you. They did that with us, and we ended up... Um, we got back on the website. It showed openings in our home county, or the one next door, rather. So I canceled those, and we didn't have to go as far the second time. Nice. So, did they ever tell you, or can they? Do you know if they could even tell between the Delta variant and the one and the the original, the OG COVID? <laughs> did, did they tell you if, which one you might have had? They don't tell. You, they don't have a way to check that at the doctor's office. But my understanding is when they send your test to um our state health department you know they sample things there and they can tell you know that's how they can tell which ones are more but the one here now you know it's almost certain it was the delta and i feel that way too because you know being around small children all you know the earlier part of this year after being vaccinated and you know then you know we felt like tarika said we have our lives back so i was going you know, doing things. Yeah, just doing stuff and not worrying about wearing a mask and all that, and never got sick. And then all of a sudden, I spend, you know, an afternoon in the car with my sister, and boom, I, I hear I've got it, and I give it to him too. But his elderly parents had Moderna, and his brother had Johnson and Johnson, and he was around them for two or three days before we knew that I had it and they never got sick. So, well, I, I picked, I picked Johnson and Johnson. Number one is a one shot deal. You know, I know it's not supposed to be as effective as the two dose ones, but it's supposed to, it's supposed to be like a flu shot. If you do get it, it's supposed to lessen the effects. I'm like, man, that's, that's good enough for me. 
No, well, I mean, that's just it. Like, one of them was like 90%. The other one was like 70%. Is, is it better than 0%? Okay, I'll take that one. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't care which one I got. I've just been careful about it just because, you know, our company had finally got rid of the mass mandate. As long as you were in company buildings and you were allowed to independently say, they didn't ask for any paperwork, all you have to do is say, I got the vaccine. And you fill out a form and they're like, awesome. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. I lasted a month. <laughs> then when I got to work this past week, checked my email. And the first thing on my email was a, a, a message from our CEO. He's like, I know you're going to hate this, <laughs> but, you know, we got to put the mask back on. Yeah. You know, he, he said, he goes, I'm sick of it. You're sick of it. We're all sick of wearing, wearing a dang mask, but it's what we need to do right now. Yeah. You know, uh, so they reinstated the mask. Know for work, and uh, so yeah, that's what we're dealing with now. And of course, I work by myself, so it's not really affecting me at all. Right. But my problem is, I'm going into hospitals overnight, and I, I'm seeing firsthand the surge that's going on. You know, and people can say it's not that bad or it's whatever. Well, that's just it. There's not a single ICU bed left in the state. Nope. There. The state I, re- they requested uh, the Navy medical ship comfort right and they got denied um well you know there was this lady that came into this local cigar shop that i go to Mm -hmm. um and she was complaining because she took her husband to the er the other night he had broke his arm and she was so mad because they kept them waiting for like six hours and then they just acted like he was a problem to even be there and just patched him up and sent him out the way like he was a problem and i'm just like he was yeah he was a problem okay because like they're dealing with real shit right now if you're not if it's non-life-threatening you're gonna be waiting yeah well and you know that's that's very scary like if if if, you know any older relative you have like has a heart attack right now like where are they gonna go yeah if if you know, one of us, God forbid, gets in a car accident and needs an ICU bed. Well, there's not one. Like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't understand why people don't take this more seriously. Well, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I, I believe the virus is real, without a doubt. I've, I'm not saying no, it's fake. This is all made. It's a government operation, Tarika. Well, uh, you see, uh, it's trying to turn the frogs gay. Um, that was a that was the first thing they was doing, and then they released that corona. Yeah, do you do y'all believe this is a natural thing, or do you believe it could be escaped from the lab? I, I honestly, I would not doubt it. I would not doubt it, <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Yeah, you. The results are still. The it's same. already out. Yeah, the results are still the same. Yeah, I mean, yes, someone. We'll need to answer for that later, but right now we got other shit on the yeah. table that needs immediate attention. Yeah, I agree. Let's play a new game. It's called Make Mess of Mad. <laughs> Here we go. Let's play I, Make Mess of Mad. Weird. Let's play Make Mess of Mad. Make no. Mess of Mad. We'll get a jingle going. <laughs> I like that little thing. It's a song. new section on, on the podcast. Our, 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 our new episode of Make Mess of Mad. Mess of Mad, 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 Mess of. You ready? Ready as I'll ever be. 
You may have already seen this. I don't know. Oregon governor signs bill ending reading and math proficiencies required for graduation. Well, I mean, why are they going to need to know how to add or read anything? See, I need more information before I get mad about okay, that. Okay, you ready? It depends on what their definition of I hope you're wearing a helmet is. so it don't make a mess when I blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oregon Governor Kate Brown privately signed a bill last month ending the requirement for high school students to prove proficiency in reading, writing, and arithmetic before graduation. Brown, a Democrat, did not hold a public signing or issue a press release regarding the passing of Senate Bill 744 on July 14th, and the measure, which was approved by lawmakers in June, was not added into the state's legislature database until more than two weeks later on July 29th, an unusually quiet approach to enacting legislation, according to the organist. Organist? Oregonian. Try that again. There we go. There we go. Maybe I didn't pass reading proficiency. <laughs> Secretary... Of the Senate, Lori Brocker's office is responsible for updating the legislative database, and a staffer tasked with dealing with the governor's office was experiencing medical issues during the 15-day time frame it took for the database to be updated with a recently signed law, Brocker said. SB 744 gives us an opportunity to review our graduation requirements and make sure our assessments can truly assess all students' learning. Charles Boyle, a spokesman for the governor, said in an email to the Washington Examiner. In the meantime, it gives Oregon students and the education community a chance to regroup after a year and a half of disruption caused by the pandemic. The bill... But what is, what is proficiency, Lee? Yeah, that's my question. I hate this shit. <laughs> Motherfucker. This looks like make Hango mad. (laughs) I hate Yahoo. It pisses me off so bad. The bill. Yeah, that's because it's still back there in 1992. It it was the first link available when I Googled it. (laughs) Because I I saved the article on Reddit. I went to open it and read it. It It's like, oh, you don't have a subscription to our newspaper website. Did you find this article while you were on your ICQ chat? It was AIM. (laughs) The bill, which suspends the proficiency requirements for students for three years, has attracted controversy for at least temporarily suspending academic standards amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Backers argue the existing proficiency levels for math and reading presented an unfair challenge for students who did not test well. And Bull said that new students for grad said new standards for graduation would aid Oregon's black, Latino, Latinx, Indigenous, Asian, Pacific Islander, Tribal, and students of color. The requirements for students to demonstrate proficiency in essential subjects on a freshman to sophomore skill level in order to graduate was terminated at the start of the pandemic as part of Brown's stay-at-home save lives order in March of 2020. Democrats largely backed the executive order and argued in favor of SB 744's proposed expansion saying the existing educational proficiency standards were flawed. Quote, the testing that we've been doing in the past doesn't tell us what we want to know, Democratic Senator Lou Frederick told a local ABC affiliate in June. We have been relying on tests that have been, frankly, very flawed 
and relying too much on them. So we aren't really helping, helping the students or the teachers or the community. Supporters of the measure said the state needed to pause the academic requirements, which have been placed since 2009, so lawmakers could re- <clears throat> came out of nowhere. So lawmakers could reevaluate which students should be updated, and recommendations on new graduation standards are due to the legislature and Oregon Board of Education by September of 2022. Uh, Republicans criticized the proposal, of course, for lowering academic standards. That's a first. I, I worry that by adopting this bill, we're giving up on our kids, House Republican leader Christine Drazen said on June 14th. Still, the measure received some bipartisan support. With State Representative Gordon Smith, a Republican, voting in favor of the passage, the State House passed the bill 38-18 to 18 on June 14th, and the Senate voted 16-13 to 13 in favor of the measure on June 16th. So it sounds to me like, I mean, I, let me know if you interpreted this the same way. It sounds to me like they're just doing away with the state testing for ninth to and tenth grade, the the math and reading part of the state testing. And writing, probably reading comprehension of some sort. Because I mean, I will agree. I don't. I don't think that um, that state tests are a good measure. Of what you've learned throughout the year. Some people don't test well. Right. Yeah. Um, I was somebody. So that that was my question when it said, you know, proficiency, because everybody has their own definition of that. And so if you're gauging proficiency on a state test that they take one time a year and it's a, an assessment that's given in one certain format, you know, that, you know, I actually agree with that if that's the way that they're doing it, because I think that that proficiency needs to be looked at in lots of different ways. I think you can demonstrate proficiency in several different ways. I agree. I don't think that you should lower the bar, but it just depends on where the bar is because some things that we think are important are actually not that important in the grand scheme of things. Like writing cursive. Right. Yeah, I mean... I get needing to know how to do that, maybe, you know, and I think that it's important to at least expose kids to that because, you know, some historical documents are written that way. I agree. Should we force these kids to write cursive for the first six years of their schooling? I don't think so, but that doesn't happen anymore. Right. It doesn't. Um, Learning is one thing. Yeah. Saying you've got to write this way or something different. Right. Like, I remember... You know, in elementary school, that was our thing. You know, we had to write a certain way until we got into probably like junior high or high school and nobody gave a crap. Right. It's not like that anymore. Um, I think now, you know, fourth grade teachers, some third grade, fifth grade, because that's around the time in our state where they say that they want you to teach it. And they have this, you know, st- state assessment that your district develops and you have to pass it. And basically all it is, is they give you a paragraph and you have to write it in cursive and they give you a paragraph that's written in cursive and you have to write it in print to show that you understand. And then you have to sign your name, but it's, that's all they do with it. Now it's not like, you know, can I say why I don't talk about it? That they like, we're doing this for the blacks and Latin and Latin. I don't like them pawning it off on as it being a racial thing. It's like they're saying, well, they can't keep up with everybody else, so we need to get rid of these standards for a while. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it sounds like, too. You so it know? sounds like and a cop-out. I was like, don't, don't use, don't do that. Yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've, that really doesn't make me mad if I understand it correctly, because the way they were writing it kind of jumped all over the place. But I think that, you know, it just depends on what they consider proficient. Do I think people need to know how to read well? Yes, because Absolutely. you have to do that in every aspect of life. Um, or write well. Yes, that's important to be able to communicate with other people. Um, and basic math skills still. Um, and even ones that aren't basic, at least being exposed to it. I don't think you have to be some math whiz because I'm not. I'm <laughs> like we were watching some kind of video today and some random dude was explaining some kind of theory and i just looked over and i was like this is why i don't math like <laughs> this is making my head hurt but neil degrasse tyson had a good argument for that um when he said you know people have this argument well why do i need to learn this i'll never ever use it and it's not about whether you're going to use that particular formula or not but doing things like that builds neural pathways in right. your brain that help you to problem solve and do other things. Exactly. That's why it's yeah. good, even if you don't like art and if you don't like classical music, to still be exposed to it mm -hmm. at one point in your life so that you, yeah, you have some understanding of it. Like you're, it's, it's never going to be a disadvantage to you to put something new in your brain. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't know why people seem to be so opposed to that lately. Try to fight it off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've only had like one classical piece that really get me. And when it got me, it was, it was, um, what was it? Chopin raindrops prelude. I think it was, I forget number or whatever. What that, that shit's tight. It's a banger. <laughs> it's really good. I'm sorry. Tango loves his chopping. Chopin. Get it right. Chopin. <laughs> yeah. I, but like, uh, I had like, I forgot, I picked some channel on, on iTunes one night and that came on like, what's this bullshit? I'll, I'll give it a listen. And I was like, oh, oh damn, this shit's slapping. It's slapping. <laughs> Let me find this. This song's bussing. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what my kids say when I do that. Your kids are a hoot a minute. They, uh, even like when I first met them, like when they were younger, mm -hmm. you know, that's been six years ago and kids grow a lot in six years they used to crack me up. Especially your boy. He'd want to, he want to say something and, and your girl would just give him the side eye. He gets so fired up when wanting to tell me something and she would just look at him. Like, Jesus. That's not changed. <laughs> she has permanent side eye. She, you posted their first day of school pictures this week. They are getting way too big. Mm -hmm. Gosh. And the picture you posted from Christmas where she was crying over her phone. Oh, God. See, that's a result of, like, everybody having phones their age forever. And they, you know, can I have a phone? No. Well, why? Because you don't need one. Like, you have your tablet or iPod or right. whatever. That's all you, I mean, you don't have to have that, but I mean, that serves the same function as a phone. Yes. It's like when you when you get old enough to where you're in places where I feel like you need it, you'll have one. But I don't see, you know, at this point, I think. Oop. I can cut it. She 
she was probably eight. And, you know, I'm like, you're eight. (laughs) (laughs) Who you calling? (laughs) Who do you need to call? Like, I'm right here. You know, your dad's there. But, you know, when they got a little bit older and I knew they were about to go to the middle school and they were in different sports and they were going to be walking to school. Right. I'm like, okay, it's time. And she did. She bust like she opened it and started. Have you seen the picture? Crying. She, this girl is holding this phone in the floor and she's having a full on meltdown. This isn't a picture. You could tell she was on it. See, that's just it. I feel like everyone, Push the mic everyone, you. <laughs> you can sit back. Just bring the mic along with you. Should have moments like that in their life where they have to wait on the thing that they really, mm-hmm. really want. I'm going to tell you, she will probably take the best care of that phone that any teenager ever has because you made her wait for it and she really, really appreciates it. Delay yeah. grat- gratification is a good thing. Yes. Well, that's what I tried to explain to them, too. I said, you know, if I just ran around and gave you everything you want right when you want it, I mean, that's not doing you any favors. It's certainly not doing the world any favors. Right. Well, like, know? yeah, it's teaching them, yeah, this is the way the world works. Yeah. When it's not. Yeah. This is like the, the first night we were going to record a podcast. We were in there in the kitchen with, with wires running everywhere, you know, with with those mic stands, you know. And look at us now. Regular, <laughs> regular like Joe Georgia Rogan setup over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last time you came over, the wires were like all over the table. Mm-hmm. Well, I drilled a hole. And I ran everything under the table. Well, so now we can have drinks and shit laying up here. It's, it's kind of nice. Well, I... I'm saying, how dare you call yourself Joe Rogan when you ain't got no kind of jerks in here? <laughs> they come in here demanding marijuana from me, as if my company's not good enough. I mean, whatever kind of jerk it's it's got to <laughs> be, you know. Mess is sipping on one of my jerks. She's got a hold of some of that Wiseacre Brewery beer. I'm still waiting for my check from Wiseacre. Matter of fact, it doesn't taste like dirt, so it kind of makes me happy. Maybe that's what you need. You don't need regular coffee. You need beer coffee. I need beer coffee. Coffee beer. I'm trying to find us another good article to get everybody pissed um, off. You got something you want to talk about? Go ahead. You know, lately I have been thinking about, um, well, you know, I watch horror movies all the time. Like good ones, bad ones, old ones, new all ones. All the horror movies. All the horrors. Um, and every time... I hear cicadas being loud as air raid sirens outside. It always reminds me of this great little movie that I don't know if you guys have ever seen or not. But it, I, I know you're both horror fans. It's called The Beast Within. It's from like 1981, maybe. I don't think I've seen it. Um Part of it was filmed in Mississippi at at Whitfield. Oh, Um, shit. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Um, But it's like, it's one of those like coming of age body horror type. Oh, so anybody who don't know, Whitfield in Mississippi was our. It it was a mental hospital. Mental hospital. Yeah. Um, But yeah, at one point, this this 17 year old kid has to go there. Yeah. But his body horror, his body changes that he's going through is, yeah, I mean, it's puberty. He's like 17, so he's still going through some changes. But uh, also, he's turning into a giant cicada man. (laughs) Because it turns out his mother was raped 
by a giant cicada man 17 years ago. Like, it is the silliest shit. You actually get to see a giant cicada man rape a lady. Wow. Who was dumb enough to get out of her car. And her husband was dumb enough to leave her in the car as he walked off six miles. He just left her to be raped by the cicada man? And then she just walks off into the woods because she hears a noise and gets raped by a giant cicada man. And then this her her son years later is like, I'm twenty and pubescent and <laughs> like yeah, all of a sudden he starts turning into the brah, like this giant cicada man and he tries to rape his girlfriend. I I don't really remember a lot of it, but I remember that the effects are crazy. And it is, like, crazy boring, too. Like, it is such a boring movie. Like, it feels like one of those 70s slow burners. Um, but it's ju- it's just such an absurd plot that it is, w- it's at least worth one watch. Oh, yeah. I'm the Amazon. Beast Within. The, the Beast Within. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that I watched The Witch? Oh, The Vivitch? Yeah. You. The Vivitch? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> um, you recommended it to me. Oh, yeah. And I finally watched it. And yeah, it was proper it was creepy. A damn good movie. I was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. That's the one with the goat, right? Yeah, Black Phillip's yeah, my Black boy. Yeah, Black Phillip. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. Me and Black Phillip are like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're so tight now. <laughs> what did I watch something the other Oh, I know what it was. I talked about it last night with, with uh, the ladies. Uh, I don't know. I'd heard some decent things about the new Suicide Squad movie. Why would you do it? Because I'm a fucking retard. We went. We You're had, also canceled. We can't say that word anymore. Uh, retard. I'll keep saying it. Cancel me. I'm You're be being like, remedial right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Tink went and watched the first one. On a Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Sunday morning is the time to go to the theater. No screaming kids. Everybody's in church. You pretty much have the run of the place to yourself. So we went and watched the first Suicide Squad on a Sunday morning, and we were less than impressed. Right. I'll say that. And so I got home the other night. I'm like, hey, the new Suicide Squad is on HBO Max because they released them simultaneously. I said, because I sure as shit ain't going to pay to go to the theater to watch it. But it's it's on here. We can watch it now. Great. We cut it on like less than an hour into it. I was like, I'm bored as shit. She goes, yeah, me too. So I cut that shit off. It was so effing bad. It was so bad. I don't know why I thought it'd be better. I know why I thought it'd be better. Because James Gunn directed it. And I was hoping he might get a little Guardians of the Galaxy humor oh. flavor in there. It was this horseshit. Doesn't this one have um, Idris Elba? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's... He's a smoke show. My yeah, twin. He, he really is. He, <laughs> he is your twin. Yeah. Do you remember when she did that? She took a, one of those Facebook survey things, who's your celebrity look like, and for, for her picture, it matched her with Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah, like, damn, I'm hot. <laughs> I love it so much. I am fine. Oh, let's see here. I'm trying to find some good article just to 
Bride oh. messes gears. While you're looking, go for it. I told you I was going to do it. So Hango sends Tarika and I, or me, I'm being in- grammatically incorrect. Um, the, a picture <laughs> of <laughs> a picture of this hot dog slicer, and it, it you know, it's a meme. Oh my god! With the, <laughs> about when people send you the unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you sent him a picture that. of the hot dog slicer, right? Yeah. So I told him it reminded me of the the Amazon reviews on this banana slicer, which are just amazing. Mm-hmm. So I found a couple of really funny ones that I was going to share with y'all. If you go to Amazon and look up banana slicer, there's a, a particular one where people have just had a field day for a few years now in the review sections. Um but it's called the Hustler 571 oh, that's banana the good one. slicer. Yeah, that's the high end one. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, people how, say, okay, the so how much shit. is this banana slicer going to run me? Gosh, I didn't even look at the price. That's important. It is. But now look at this. Look at this. Uh, this couple's face. They're disappointed because the slicer <laughs> came for bananas that are curved and <laughs> to the left instead of the oh, right. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so they're upset because I their bananas so are t- <laughs> turned like, surely the right that's way. Not serious, right? No. no. Okay. Like all okay. the reviews no. for banana slicer are always. Yeah, it's a. We're so excited to get our Hutzler five seventy one until we realize that our bananas curve the wrong way. <laughs> Gonna have to go to the store for new bananas. Um. Then this one says, "Let's see, that one's kind of silly." I'm gonna go to the next one. Um. Yeah, this one was pretty funny. This slicer is the best. For years, my household would draw lots as to who would have the slice, have to slice the banana. More than once, this led to lots of blood and a trip to the emergency room. Now we don't have to worry about losing a finger or an occasional body part. Slicing bananas no longer resembles a scene from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Thank you, Hustler571. If only we'd found this product sooner, my wife would be able to wear her wedding band on the correct <laughs> finger. And Junior wouldn't be known as Three Finger Jack. Better late than never, I say. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see. There was like one or two more that were just really over the top. This one said, if you're ever worried about having to go back to the tedious chore of slicing bananas with a knife, fear no more. A Hutzler 571 banana slicer will never fail you, even in a power outage. If you're worried that your sliced banana presentation is sloppy, this is the tool for you. Uniform slices every time. Although it tends to sit idle more than more often than not, it gives the ambiance of my junk drawer a certain genesis law. It's <laughs> essential for a junk drawer that will impress everyone. It doubles as a cat scratcher, so I'm never oh. worried about how much I paid, since it does double duty and earns its investment back in no time. Glad I purchased the Hutzler 571. You can't go wrong with this little tool. Well, I mean, I can tell you how many times I have been cutting up bananas, and I just, I, you know, I they end up on the ceiling they you know they end up in my bed like i'm just like oh there's gotta be a better way well you nick yourself and it's always something right right because you need the sharpest tool in your in your kitchen to cut a banana up. well and you don't even need a battery for that right so i could use it in my bathtub for my bathtub bananas so <laughs> i mean this thing is gonna work out I wish you would. I wish you would have looked up how much it costs. Like I just. Do they also but, sell the uh, peel grinder to go along with it? <laughs> you have to get rid of those unsightly banana peels. They need to be. 
some there was one review where somebody was talking about that too. They said they they tried to slice it, and they said that the the direction should have stated that you couldn't do it with the peel on, and now they had this big sloppy mess that they had to take care of. <laughs> <Jesus>. and, <laughs> I mean, they're funny. It's it's a good after. Tarika, you can buy the huts for five seventy one for the whopping deal of five seventy nine. Five hundred. Five dollars. Oh. And 79 cents. I mean, at that price, I can't afford not to. You can't. I assumed it was going to be like 500. Like, this is this is a deal and a half. If the people from Hustler want to uh, sponsor the Hango Show, we're <laughs> glad to pitch your, which was the 571 model. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, seriously, send a 571 model to Hango. And I say you have us back on the show and we will demonstrate it. Absolutely. Yep. And make sure that you also buy the alternate model, the 571R, for your bananas that curve to the right. Gotcha. Good deal. Ooh. Yeah, we want both those. What about the straight bananas? <gasps> Is there even an option? That's your million-dollar idea. I need the 571S for straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. What else has been going on in the news besides? Okay, we, we, we've, we've already tackled the Afghanistan problem. We've tackled covid Somewhat, Kobe kind of tackled us, right? And the important thing is the friends we made along the way, and how we can't talk to them or hug them anymore. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Merry Christmas to me! You, you I know, love that so much. We, we need a we need a little. Did you get a soundboard? <laughs> That's right. We got it set up. I could hit you with one of these. <laughs> you know that same sound happens every time I take my shirt off. It's so weird. <laughs> that is so weird. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Mm. I got some other. Like that one came stock with it. I added the more you know. I don't know what else. There better be a fart on there. I don't think there is a fart. That's what happens when I farted. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'd wear that one out with you on here, Tariqa. <laughs> These rim shots nonstop. Yeah. How about that one? You could have used that one with a uh, rapey cicada guy. Okay. Right. <laughs> or have our own Unsolved Mysteries episode and just plug that at the end of every one of them. Mm-hmm. What's this one down here, dude? That's that's my show's intro right there. Just, oh, okay. just fucking crickets. <laughs> I thought I thought that that was the the sound of the audience. <laughs> Shut that thing up. I think that one and that one are both like music, like some. Okay. <laughs> now, that's laughter, which we never hear here. That one's the dream. That's if we have a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to find things to put on on the soundboard, but I, like that's my favorite because it's just <clears throat> nostalgia. Yeah. Love it. So I've been doing like hango tips and just tag that on the end of it. Like when I said, then that women shouldn't drive. Hit them. Hit them. Right. <laughs> There's already too many car wrecks as it is. Keep your ass at the house. Yeah, it shouldn't yeah. doesn't mean couldn't. Y'all watch out. <laughs> so what else has been happening? We 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 tackled most of the problems. We got the bananas out of the way. Uh, or maybe they're in the way. I'll tackle <clears throat> anything you want me to. I do CrossFit. <laughs> you don't threaten me with a good time. 
Right? I can tackle everybody. I know. I got I got traps now. What? Look at that. Oh shit. Don't look at it, man, so you'll get caught in a trap. <laughs> now I don't know if y'all knew I've been having blood pressure problems. Yeah. That I wasn't aware of. Did I tell you about it? Yeah. Thanks. So. Yeah. Yeah. Went to give blood. Oh, we're all of a certain age, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Uh went to went to give blood and my blood pressure was like a hundred and fifty something over like one twenty, one thirty something. They're like, You have high blood pressure. I'm like, No, I don't. I'm like, Yeah, you do. We're looking at the numbers. I'm like, check it again. I'm like, it's still high. Yeah, you got yeah. you got high blood pressure. I'm like, No. I've been Sir, like, you want to have a stroke? Like, I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> I was like, you know, but I don't salt anything. I hate salt, you know? And and we got to talking about it, and Tink's like, you haven't hit the 20 saturies pretty hard lately. I'm like, oh, hell. So I went and checked, and I, I read the nutritional facts on here. It's um, it's made from sodium? It's, like, it's, it's all, all it the is. sodium? It was like half a, half a teaspoon of it was like 50-something percent of your daily allowance mm-hmm. and you don't use half teaspoon of Tony Sacheries in anything. You just yes, shake that yeah. shit, you know? So I cut that out. I've been, I've lost 27 pounds now. Okay. Um, Cause I got on the scale with 350 pounds. That's a problem. Dang. Yeah. So I'm down to like 323 right around there right now. After about six weeks of, of the diet I'm on. That is awesome. Yeah. So it's going to take time. It didn't all go on at once, but it's, it's not going to all come off at once. Right. So blood pressure's down now. I've been checking it bi-weekly and everything. It's on the downward. I'm back. Yeah. In, I'm back at like in the the safe zone. I checked it uh, last Saturday and it was 133 over 90. So it's, it's almost. It's getting better. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've cut out like. All salt from my diet. I mean, it's minuscule. Um, I cut out caffeine. Yeah. Which has been a blast. I've been drinking like two gallons of water a day. Uh, yeah, but I'm getting better and getting fit. I think I'm going to go with Harpoon either tomorrow or Tuesday. We're going to go flip some tires. That is a great full body workout. Yeah, I know. And it will absolutely destroy you. I'm proud of you now. <laughs> he said he went uh, last week. We were off. I was off. He went and he did 163 flips. Yeah. So it's about 21 flips down and 21 flips back. Mm-hmm. And he said he really enjoys it. So I think I'm going to go do that with him either tomorrow or, or Tuesday. And go where, do, where does he? Wellness Center. Oh, okay. Yeah. And go sit in the sauna. Just sweat the fat away. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been doing like workouts I can do at the office. Mm-hmm. Like just shoulder shrugs and shoulder rolls. And, yeah. You know, trying to like clench my abs. Well, and I. Or my flabs. You, you know. Doing your kegels. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Like. I, I, <laughs> like <a> dolphin's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's watertight. Whenever he farts, it's like. <laughs> Weep. <laughs> Uh huh. Um, but no, I I don't think many people realize like how much you can do with just your body and enough space to move it. Yeah. Like I mean, you can do burpees, you can do squats, you can do push ups, and if you do all three of those, bam, you just gave yourself a full body workout. Yeah, just like, full, just body weight squats. And are if you great. do all three of those movements, like just take two minutes. And do the most 
burpees you can in two minutes. Do the most squats you can in two minutes. Yeah, that's going to be a full workout for you. Like, if you literally just go balls to the wall, yeah, that that would destroy anybody. Take the bike with you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it'll destroy you. It's, it's fucking fantastic. Um, I'm not good at podcasts. It's okay. I do the same thing. No, you're fine. He's no, constantly you're... telling me. Like, get close. It ain't going to bite you. Hey, what? Yeah. Ugh. Anywho. Where's that cricket button? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you cricket me? Uh, no, I, I push mow our, our, our yard. Mm-hmm. That's, that's hell. Yeah. Um, I've done it the last two Fridays I've been off at about 10 in the morning before the heat index hits triple digits. Right. I come in and I'm just drenched. A mess. Mm-hmm. It is, I mean, we only have what, a half acre of land yeah. there. And yeah, the the shitty part about it is, you okay? <coughs> you hit another one in that pocket bone. <laughs> it's embarrassing. That's not the worst. Are you okay? You have the Rona? I choked on my own spit. Sorry. No, um, it's just that my body tries in various ways to kill me all the time. You see, cancer, uh, uh, multiple MS, sclerosis. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> no. Uh, our yard is like, it looks flat to the naked eye. And then you walk on it, you're like, oh, it's like a continual downgrade. So, like, from the ditch to our back, our backyard just drops off, too. So, unbeknownst to me, when I first got the place, when I mow it, I'm just, like, continually either going downhill or I'm going uphill. <laughs> so, I learned to start at the top at the ditch and go side to side. So I'm always working down. Yes. <laughs> Instead of like, I'll do a big circle. No, asshole. Because then you're going to be going all the way back uphill and get the other mm-hmm. side of the yard. So I, I do it in a way that's sort of manageable. But yeah, it's um, the heat this past week has just been fucking crazy. Yeah. Like some of the last summer, it wouldn't have been this hot. As we talked about last year. Last summer, even though we were all inside, it had been a great year to be out because the heat wasn't that bad. Right. This year has been hell. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the hottest summer on record. I delivered um, to a hospital about an hour south of us here. At 3 in the morning, there's a bank right before we get to the hospital. The big time and temperature sign up. 3 a.m., it was 84 degrees. Yeah. Like, this is some bullshit. And it was breezy outside, but it was hot air blowing. Yeah. It felt like absolute shit. I'm over it. It just feels like soup every time you step outside. White boy summer's over. Mm-hmm. Everybody just <laughs> spring on a fat boy fall. How about that? Can we get that? Get our hoodies and, and jeans out now? Yes, and those Ugg boots. Stop. What? Football season's coming up. Oh. <laughs> Deranged possum fall. It's my favorite. It's right. Screams at his own ass. I'm sorry, like, yeah, you, you know where, you know where my undisclosed underground bunker is located, yes. um, and I guess I'll kind of place it a bit by saying I'm so sick of people wanting the tide to roll. I don't want yeah. the tide to roll. I'm with you. I want them to, I don't know, like, shut the fuck up. Stop buying the best football team in the SEC because that's what you're doing 
everybody knows that you're like the fucking Yankees of SEC football. That's like, very true. Nobody, nobody's impressed anymore except the Alabama fans. So, well, you know, they're the same ones. It's, uh, there's a, a string of problems going on right now with the guys with the LED light bars mounted on the front of their truck and not on top of their truck. And they run them at full bright down the interstate while I'm trying to drive. Right. And I set my cruise at 78 when I'm at work. I get on I get on the interstate, going to my first drop, set my cruise at 78. So I'm away from everybody. The normal driver, I'm way ahead of them. These fucktards and these jacked up trucks with their light bars at full blast, they want to ride left lanes wide open. They can go around whenever they want. But they want to ride your ass doing 78 and a half, I mean, on my bumper. Because if they slow down for one second, their dick's going to jump off their body and go out the window. Right. We talk about the, the there's an issue in the redneck community of micropenis. Mm. Yes. Am I wrong here? No. Oh, no. So what do we need to do to alleviate this? Well, no, they are trying their damnedest. They're getting the biggest trucks that they can with the biggest <laughs> tires that they can. With the brightest lights. And right. The, and the truck I mean, nuts. And the, and you've got to have the truck nuts. The truck nuts. The chrome I mean, ones. The loud ass exhaust. Like the, I mean, they are doing the most right now. I don't know how, how we could possibly help. Like, <laughs> you know, we're just we're just pedestrians talking about this. Like yes. They have been scientifically looking into this for years. So, I mean. There's no cure for the micro pain. Right. They're just stuck with it. I, I think that's what it, like, if all God blessed you with was half a pack of Rolaids down there, that's what you got. That's it. You get what you get and Sorry you don't get your fit. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's what you usually tell kids. You get what you get. You don't pitch a fit. So. Is there a correlation between the micro penis and a, a crazy consumption of monster energy drink? Uh, yes. And potentially between that and wearing affliction t-shirts. That's, um, but like, you know, and you and you have to have like some sort of like you know, basically the redneck equivalent of a basic bitch tattoo. You know, like some sort of like like barbed wire. Going tribal. Yeah, tribal barbed wire. Um, Confederate giant, flag. Giant skull with a knife through it. Oh man. The Alabama A. Um, oh, fuck my life. Oh god. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's that's like in your in your basic redneck starter pack. I agree. Yeah. The eagle in front of an American flag. Mm-hmm. I'm a patriot. Rock flag and eagle, baby. You can go ahead. These colors don't, don't run. Okay. I, I got a tramp stamp. I bet you do. <laughs> Wonder how you got that. Bring a tramp. I do too. Oh, shit. Now, you said it, not me. No, that's what they're called. Oh. Hang on. I'm so sorry. The world's smallest I, penis is driven by. I nearly got my panties off in time, but not quite. I was trying, but Josh, I mean, like, I just, I don't understand why. They're just teasing you right now. Well, I mean, what can I, I think that this is the real dilemma. What can I, as a Southern woman who, let's just face it, doesn't really fit in with, with your typical Southern gal, mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't really shop at boutiques. Um, I don't. Really but there's one on every corner now. I know, but you have no reason not to shop at boutiques. Well, uh, except for I don't have boutique money to shop at places like, called Pretty Pistols, <laughs> things like that. Like I'm no, 
I'm just not I mean, gonna... you ain't got a sassy southern girl t-shirt with the chevron print. Hey. I... What is your deal with you in chevron print? You bring it up like every time you're on the show. I, I'm sorry. That is... A... I can't with the chevron. Well, and it's so it. prevalent. It's so prevalent. You're going to see chevrons and crosses everywhere you go in the south. Like, it, it's just how it is. God, don't make no mess. <laughs> 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 I beg to differ, Lindsay. <laughs> you are a goddamn train wreck. <laughs> oh my god! What's, let's talk about redneck culture for a little bit. That, oh that's Lord. a that's a great topic for us yeah, because yeah. we we are not really um, from that crowd. No, even though we were raised down here. Yeehaw. You know, I I. I was raised by a mother who, you know, wanted to see her son succeed in life. And so I was kept away from, you know, old crow whiskey until I was, had a fully developed cranium. And so that, helped. that side of toxic masculinity where your truck is the measure of how big your dick is. And you see my car? Like, well. My motorcycles. That's just it. Um, my podcasting what setup. Did, what you decided when you were a grown up, now that was good. <laughs> Okay. I'm just saying, when your mama raised you, she's raising you right. She did. And not this teaching this you. This is all my own fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how we defeat the rednecks? Is there a way is there a way to kill this virus that has taken over the South? I mean soak some red man in some hydroxychloroquine. You think it's what's gonna do it? Call it a day. I mean it's it's a real problem. You know, I was literally hearing about like this this older couple, um, this is just, you know, anecdotally, someone I know. Um, but they, you know, relatively smart people. Definitely good people. Right. I mean, if a little it, bit. And we're not saying that people who lean more redneck are bad people. No, no, no. They're just retarded. Go ahead. But, you know, they, smart people, like this lady is a nurse, even. Um would not go to her own family's Christmas celebration, but was at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, Holy fuck. Right, right. Because she genuinely wanted to hear Trump speak. Like, mm. and she was being genuine. Like, she she really just wanted to hear that. And I'm just like, I don't know where where the disconnect happens, where... This dude that became larger than life just because he had a, a TV show and and got enough popularity to become president, like, he is now more important to you than family? Like, that, that doesn't make sense. But I think that he, Donald Trump, that is, um, emboldened your current redneck made them a lot more loud and a lot more proud than they used to be. Um, I, I have no ha idea how to defeat them. I've been working on that since I was like 13 years old. I think we've happened the problem there. Um, the same people from this area, no, mm -hmm. say all, mm -hmm. once in this area, also have a strong leaning toward Alabama football. I think... They realize that they're never going to really amount to anything in life besides going to the factory and coming home and drinking some beer. But they, but 
they're on the winning side. Well, yeah. So we're winning at sports. We got a guy we can win in politics now, too. Well, and, and now he didn't even lose. They can't give it they away. They stole it. Exactly. But they can't, they can't get past that, though. Yeah. There's no way our guy lost. There's no way. It had to be stolen from somebody. Well, And, and that, I'll be damned if I'm going to be a loser in more than one facet of my life. Well, and that, you know, the amount of hubris <laughs> that it takes to, you know, to just to go along that train of thought and be like, well... You know, this dude that's always talking about racist shit and calling other countries shitholes and talking about women like they're objects. And, well, you know, like, I mean, and we are, yeah, granted. Thank you. Um, but a president shouldn't talk like that. I agree. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know when the narrative of the country changed from. I can tell you. Oh, okay. Was it when the rednecks found the internet? When QAnon came around? Well, I mean, that's just yeah. Before before QAnon, I mean, didn't they just use it for like Pornhub and shit? Like, why do you think the top searches on Pornhub are all stepsister now? Because they got broadband in Monroe County. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, they did a whole study about. The search trends of I, re- I remember that based on yeah. presidents. I forgot what it was during Bush, the Bush administration. Then when Obama got in, it became more mixed slash ebony was the was the big search. And then when Trump got into office, it went all incest. <laughs> <laughs> it was stepmom, stepbrother, stepsister. Step aunt. It was all this stuff. But they always did step because they don't want it to be real incest, just familial. Mm. Well, and that's just it. Now that you've said that, there is no part of me that feels like I haven't been naive this whole time to not assume that whole family is fucking. (laughs) Like, I feel super naive and misled by his daughters and he fawns over Ivanka. Well, like, I mean, you've seen the way. I've never even had a man grab my hips the way that he grabs hers. Like that, like just a regular man. Like if my dad ever did, I would call the fucking police. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That is super creepy. It is. Like, you know, I don't, I don't get the way people, you know, they, they nitpick things like, you know, the whole Joe Biden thing. You know, we had to look at every picture of him doing whatever. And then it's like, oh, look, that is so disgusting. I'm like, but is it because like what I was saying really didn't look like. Was it a picture anything. of him grabbing a pussy? <laughs> because, yeah, that's I mean, disgusting. Right. But then, you know, you do have pictures of Trump, like, like what you were saying, or video clips where he's literally like, it, and it really does look inappropriate. Yes. Like, I would never, I can't imagine, you know, my dad ever doing that or, you know, my kid's dad. Just no. Well, and like, him doing no. it in a public arena like that for right. like just... Like, you can only imagine what he has inappropriately done to her when no one could see. I just... I want to reach the level of uncancelable as he has. Like, he decided that 
I can't be canceled. People, all this stuff came out. Everything. Literally. The Stormy Daniel stuff. All this crazy shit. And he's like, nah, not going to do it. That's what I'm going to start doing. You said retard. I don't care. So, I'm not hurting anybody when I say retard. Yeah. I'm not sending this into another another war or something. Well, okay, by that same token, I wouldn't be doing that if I said the N-word right now. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. But... Yeah, it's just, it's not appropriate, you know? it's just words. Like, but sometimes <laughs> words are, sometimes boiling. words are in words. Ah, uh, but yeah, but like, I, that's, I'm like, I'm not going to say that. But don't you see how the word retard? No. Uh, because I mean, they're retarded. I don't call, I don't call retarded people anyway. retarded. You know? Do you, do you think because they're retarded, like it's not no. going to offend them anyway? Because they no won't problem understand with it. people who who are. I don't mean the mentally incapable. I'm not calling out a group. I meant he's acting like a retard, like an idiot. Yep, he's canceled. No, it's the Michael Scott thing. You don't call your friends retard. You don't call ret- retards retarded. You call your friends retarded. You don't call gay people gay. You call yeah, your model, friends gay. Model your behavior after Michael Scott. You know, I seriously, I grew up in the same time that you did where everybody was called gay wad and fag. And, you know, that was yeah. just. That it was just a simpler time. People. It was. It was. And I genuinely didn't mean you were gay. What I meant whenever I said any of those things were, you're a fucking lame ass. Yeah. Like stop being lame. Um, also, here's a look. Here's a funny little story for you. Ooh, Whenever serious. I did switch it from gay to lame in my vocabulary, um, I was standing outside of uh, the mall that I used to work at, and I was having a smoke break. I was talking on the phone, and instead of saying "that's so gay," because one of my friends had just given me some bad news, um. I said, oh, my God, that's so fucking lame. And I'm turning around as a literal one-legged man is stepping out the door. And I said, oh, come on. Come on. Like, I just. Which one? You want this one? There we go. Debbie Downer over here. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't take offense to it. Uh, but, I mean, just what are the odds? What are the odds, guys? Yeah, but, I mean, we can police our speech all we want to, and we're always going to offend somebody. Always. It's, it's impossible to be unoffendable. Right. Is that a word? I, You're smart. We'll allow it. You are both smart. <laughs> You're going Oh, I'll, oh, I'll allow it. No, Mesa's smacking her lips. She is not thrilled by my. But, well, <laughs> no, I was just tasting how good the coffee is. It's I'm not glad like you like it. Mm. Alcohol coffee. Mm. It gets you drunk. <laughs> there you go. Y'all are enjoying that way too much. I mean, I, I can't it. help it. I just added it on a whim, you know, for when I give my advice on here. You know, like when right. I gave, uh, during Megacast, I gave the advice that, you know, look, summer's coming up, ladies. A very strong chance you're going to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. Just go to ultralights. It's like that, you know, right? Right. Sounds the right. same thing 
that we learned in the 60s is still true today. Why have an eight-pound baby when you have a four-pound baby? Right. I mean, it's still going to be a baby. Yeah. It might whine a little bit like, more, but fuck it. Well, and don't be so particular about your baby. Like, get a nicotine patch. Get the baby nicotine patch. They have those now. Right. Or you could just be like a good mom and hold the cigarette for your baby and not just blow be, it in his face. Right. Like, get, get it to vaping. That's just it. That's, you know, moms nowadays are very lazy, I feel like. They're stingy. Right. I give my baby my cigarettes. Fucking bitch. <laughs> All right. So, okay, me and you are just riffing back and forth, messing sitting over, just hold, holding her mouth. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't saying a damn thing. I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> so, so we've 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 tackled the redneck issue now for the most part. When do you think racism will end in this country? Oh, we've already. Sorry, I hate to tell you this. In 2013, it happened. Oh, did it? Yeah, I missed it. It ended. Um, I believe it was. Brad Paisley um, and uh, uh, LL Cool J, also known as Ladies Love. Cool James. Yeah. Cool James. Um, they did a, a, a country rap crossover. I think there was one before that. Also, you forgot about Tim McGraw and Nelly. Um, yeah, but this song... Um, was all about racism? Well, it was about... Um, so Brad Paisley um, explains how, hey, black man that's checking me out in the grocery store, um, just know that, like, I I don't mean nothing by this Leonard Skinner shirt that's got the stars and bars on it. Right. You know, um, I just like the band. And then there's a chorus and... Um, at, at one point, I know that LL Cool J literally says in his rap, R.I.P. Robert E. Lee. Mm. Take my hat off. And racism was abolished it's in done. that second. The it's done. Was, we got was it. Healed. We got it, guys. No, no, the serious question. Do you think it'll ever no, totally no. be going? You don't think it'll ever go away? No, mm-hmm. let me, and I will tell you why. Because of lack of education? Uh, no, just because we are all giant children, regardless of what age we are. And you know what children love doing? Pointing out how different you are than they are. Yeah. And yeah, as long as until we are all one caramel color, that will happen. So about 150 years then. No, we will not. We yeah, will we'll, not. We'll all be mixed up by then. No, I'm, what I'm saying is the race will not survive that long. There's corona, <laughs> there's climate change. Like we are. The bombs will drop before right. that. Right. Telling y'all, clown woods. I'm there. Get out of the woods with the clown. I mean, that's all I can Look, think about. It is her now. weekend too. Don't you take that away from her. I need y'all here. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, other people had hot girl summer. I have deranged clown in the woods. Fall. Fall. With the possums. With the possums. That's right. Yep. Uh, no, I I just, I don't, I don't know. I guess because I never felt like black people I went to school with were any different than I was. You know, I, it, it just never, 
But it's the way it was framed for you. That's true. And that's the problem is I don't think that's, I think that's why it's never going to end because you're always going to have that one family (laughs) out there that are modeling that kind of behavior and the kids soak it up and sometimes they know better or learn better later, but a lot of times they don't because that's just ingrained in who they are. And so that's like fighting an uphill battle. And, you know, people, I've gotten into a lot of hated arguments, you know, about politics. People say, you know, well, why do you hate Trump so much? You know, it's not like he causes everything or, you know, he didn't do all of it by himself. And I'm like, nobody said he caused it. But like Tariqa was saying, he emboldened a lot of people. Instigation. It's not like it wasn't there. It was there. But he gave those people a platform to be douches out loud. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, and people look at it from a positive lens and they say, well, at least I know, you know, what these people are like now that would have otherwise not said anything. Um, but at the, at the same time, you think, well, at least when they were quiet, you had some kind of, you know, people had a little bit of sense about them. Yeah. But now it's just like it's gone. At least when they were hey, quiet, why? you know, family Thanksgiving wasn't so awkward, mm. you know? <laughs> you know, that's, um, my mom watches this show called What Would You Do? Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. The concept is they have actors playing different roles, and it's usually a, a pretty contentious situation of some sort in public, and they see how normal people react. Well, she was watching one yesterday when I went and saw her. And it was, uh, the actors were like white parents with a, you know, a white daughter and she's break. She's telling them, I got engaged. You're at the medium today. We're having dinner, all this stuff. And they're in the middle of this restaurant and the dude that walks in, Mohammed, it's a Middle Eastern dude, and he's wearing like the Muslim skull hat. He's got yeah. he's wearing like a robe instead of like regular regular clothes, you know. And the parents have like a meltdown and all this stuff, and they're seeing how customers around them would react. And uh, mom said, "You know, if the terrorist attacks hadn't happened, their play wouldn't be that big of a deal about it." Mm-hmm. But that seems that. People frame anyone of olive-colored skin as a potential terrorist now, no matter where they're from. Right. Whether they be from the Middle East or India. Yeah. You know. Um, and I dated a, a girl of color at one time, and I said, you know, I don't, I never felt like you would be upset if I told you, hey, me and so-and-so are going to get married. She was no, I loved her. She was fantastic. She was, she was a great person. You yeah. know, that was never an issue. Mom said, you know, back when she was a teenager, there weren't a lot of people from the middle East or the far East in our area. Now there's a lot of them. Yeah. They all own businesses here close by. And it's just one of those things. And she said, she said, she said, I honestly don't think it would have been that big of a deal if we weren't, had, if we hadn't been involved in the Middle East in some way in the last, the last forty years, right? You know? And I said, this, this will show you how America's geopolitical process shapes people's opinions in this country, how they're painted, 
how the government paints people from different parts of the world. I don't know. It was a good thought experiment, you know. Yeah. But like, whoever I brought home when I was dating, it didn't, I didn't have to worry about what color their skin was or what background they were from. Mom was cool with them. She never had an issue. Well, and, you know, I wish I could say the same. Uh, <laughs> but, I'm yeah, sorry. I remember whenever I was 13 years old, like, I didn't even bring home anybody. I was just having a hypothetical conversation. Uh, my my mother was explaining to me how it says in the Bible oh, gotcha. that you're not supposed to mix races. And I said, okay, where? Like, point it out to me. Like, seriously, just show me the verse and I'll stop arguing. Like, just show it to me. Um, and, of course, she couldn't because it does not say that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that my dad ended up finishing this conversation for both of us because he said well i tell you what kathy i'd rather bring home a little black boy and a white girl because i just i don't know if i could handle that (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah that was just the end of that conversation um but yeah i mean that's just how that's how southern people think you know they they're told things by their parents, and it's usually on account of Jesus right. that they believe this. And you know, it's not—it's not that they're hateful people. It's just that they—they they have been misguided for generations. They're, they are literally ignorant yeah. about the information. Yeah, my grandmother did the same thing when I started getting these pictures drawn on my skin. She's like, "You shouldn't be getting those." You know that I, she temple. I said, "Why?" And she goes, it "Says in the Bible, you shouldn't get tattoos." Well, that's she temple too. And I said, well, you, you need to show me where. She goes, well, don't get no more until you show me. I said, I'm going to keep getting more until you show me. Well, I can and tell she, you right now, your body t- is a temple. I have to paint my temple. Oh, okay. Well, see, that's all you have to say. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. You got anything else tonight? Um, I'm glad y'all came. I'm, I'm glad cool. you had us. You can come yeah. anytime. I tell everybody, everybody's like, thanks for asking me back. I'm like, all you got to do is say, hey, I'm I'm free next week. Yeah. I, well, just know I am usually free. Okay. And yeah, you're the one with the schedule, like with the work schedule, mm-hmm. with the podcasting but, schedule. And so. I also feel like I'm always going to, you know. You know which one of us are out. keen to come on. I'm always keen to be on here. Okay. So, Yeah. Literally any time. Okay. You're not putting me out. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She said she ain't putting out. What? (laughs) Unless you got them big truck nuts. And we might talk. Hey, get get with me after the show. (laughs) Anyhow. I'm that little white girl your dad warned you about. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripod broadcasting check out all the shows we have there also look down in the show notes to see offers from our sponsors evils.com e-a-b-l-e-s where you can save 15 percent using the promo code hango also go by mydelta8.com use our amazon referral link and really want to really thank our big sponsor tonight mike lindell with my pillows be sure to go by mypillow.com and I'm a joke. It's a joke. I, I, I figured. <laughs> um, I love you, ladies. I don't. I don't know why, but I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love all y'all out there listening. Have a good night. See you next time. Bye.